Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, as well as Relentless, who has the spiciest takes and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm joined by Cursor and Ty. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hello. I mean, this, you know, this is a this is a ground, this is a breathtaking moment. This is a uh groundbreaking, ground shattering moment in our podcast. Um the, you guys are on the main show, dude. This isn't some <laughs> actually Ty's been on the main show before, so what am I saying, dude? True. Um, and I guess I've technically said that these esports shows are our main shows as well. So I, I, I completely don't know what I was hyping up there. Um, Wabs, Wabs pretty much, you know, Wabs was just lazy today. He was going to be here. I sent him invite and he was like, uh, you know what? Uh, four people might be too much. And I'm like, that's definitely not true. You just don't want to do the show. And I'm like, okay, don't do the show. And then here we are. Uh, <laughs> Wabs. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, for future esports things, I, I don't know if Cursor heard about this, but Ty's definitely heard about this. I think what we'll be doing, and, and it kind of works with this kind of theme, is we'll probably be doing a show on a Sunday evening after like big events that happen. So um, mm, yeah. I think instead of having necessarily a, a, a monthly kind of um, once a month kind of thing, it might be like twice in a month, it might be once in a month, it might be zero times in a month, but it's kind of be like Every time there's a big event, it's almost like the the review. We're gonna review it the, the right after, right? While well, it's fresh in our minds, that's kind of the goal. What I want to do with the esports thing. So it'll kind of be, yeah. When you see big tournaments uh, coming up, we'll probably do uh, a review show and we'll label it such right after, so you can uh, you can uh, yeah, I don't know I guess decompress with the with the results and everything. <laughs> so uh, uh, this is kind of the precursor to that. But that's that's what I think is gonna be the esports show going forward. Um, and so that way there it's, yeah, it's kind of going to be a review recap of, uh, big events. I think that'll be the best way to do it. Um, as this is the main show, uh, I think at some point I'm gonna have to grab Wabs for 10 minutes and do a pre-show, but it might be released after. So, uh, enjoy patrons, the after pre-show that's going to happen this week. Um, I did, we did give like an hour and 40 minute Robin Kyle show, so I don't feel too bad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll grab Wabs and do a 10 minute recording of something this week and i hope you'll enjoy that um regardless let's let's get into things we're not going to waste any time whatsoever um you guys you guys are going to be the the uh the what's the the hot takers mm. <laughs> um the hot takes people uh the the i don't know i don't know uh but we had the championships happen all of last week um and it started out, we had the preview show, and now we have uh, the results. We know who is, in fact, the best team in the, uh, I guess, EU. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's just a Twitter joke I was thinking about in a second. Uh, but let's let's go over it, okay? <laughs> let's go over it. Um, we'll start with the lower quarters, because uh, that's, I think, where we left off. And uh, Team Queso handily beat Guild Esports. Is there any surprise there from either of you? If you want to mm. jump in on this, um, I'd say it was pretty surprising going in to see Guild lose it, but <laughs> also not surprising after the performance they had against the top blokes. So it's like a bit of both, you know, kind of surprising to see Guild just go 0 2 because I had him as the second best team coming in after BDS. Um, but Queso were good. I had him as third going in after Guild, so that it's kind of sort of surprising, but then sort of not after seeing how Guild played beforehand. I kind of want to say, and this might be like showing the fact that I think a lot of the teams, when they heard there was a LAN, uh, kind of took it easy in the most recent tournaments. I don't want to say that's completely the case, but I have a feeling that the reason Guild Esports had won is because some of these other teams maybe weren't. Uh, necessarily training as hard for this part- for the p- previous particular tournaments. That's my theory. Uh, you can agree or disagree with it. Uh, but yeah, Team Queso, close close kind of first uh, series, uh, but then loses the second series 3-0, so they, they kind of drop. And then we get to the semifinals where 
Team Vitality beat Top Looks pretty handily. Um, I wasn't all too surprised knowing that Top Looks form is a little has been a little bit shaky. Maybe not shaky is the right word, but at least against the top two teams, it's been shaky um, is the way I want to put it. So I wasn't too surprised. Cursor, I don't know if you had uh, any other kind of reactions to uh, how Top Looks did against Team Vitality here. I mean, this may seem humorous to some degree, but I, I just, in my deepest part of my soul, believed it was going to come down to Vitality BDS in the grand finals and really just did not care about the rest of the matches. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I mean, it's, from what I did see this season, um, Vitality showed that they may have been trying a couple new playstyles, um, and that they were adapting to newer styles other teams were trying against them and kind of figuring out what worked for them. So, it, uh, again, I mean, them beating top blokes nah, handily that, doesn't look nah, nah, doesn't nah. look strange Listen. to me, especially because it went four two and then four one. They, they didn't even go to a they didn't even go to a series three, so it was eh, eh. Like you kind of expect it, whether it's online or on land. Like Vitality has um, that 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 competitive experience in the sense that when the chips are down, they remain calm in a very high pressure, high stakes uh, situation, where a lot of these teams don't possess. Like maybe some individual players from some of these teams, but like team these teams as a whole this season do not possess that. And Team Vitality has it in spades. So. I agree that they are perform like definitely like d- game day performers. However, I also think that they have literally not practiced in six months and decided to practice last month. So <laughs> what do you want to say to that time? Um, I mean, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. They've been putting in the hours for sure. Um, recently Didn't alpha, been- wasn't there a point where alpha had like, was it 16 hours in two weeks or something? Yeah. The, like earlier in the season, <laughs> the FIFA 54 meme. Cause he's been playing FIFA all season, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I think uh, it's a testament to how good Vitality can be when when they've put in the uh, when they put in the time. I just um, also want to mention uh, we was talking to Archie in the Shift Discord the other day, and we were talking about the the Vitality series, and he said that it was the most difficult series he's played all season because Vitality were that suffocating. Mm. makes sense that's that wow time what dude ty is like secretly the if there's ever a man that has a cloak and is hiding in the shadows in the rock league scene i think it's ty swoogles <laughs> um but yeah i know that's great insight thank thanks for thanks for saying that uh yeah i mean i i'll actually say something to team vitality in in a moment when we get to the grand finals but let's continue on here the other semis in the european region was team bds against team Queso. um yeah, Team BDS did the thing we expected them to do and beat Team Queso. Even though Team Queso, I think, has kind of solidified themselves as a top four team. Like, I actually think this result is pretty fair. Um, they've kind of been on the up and up. I don't know if either of you disagree with me, but I, I think they've kind of, they're definitely in the top four, top five mix. Um, no problem. Uh, and I think seeing them here kind of makes a lot of sense when you saw their progression throughout the season. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're, they don't really hold a candle to Team BDS. Um, any disagreements on that, or can we uh, move on to that grand final that everybody's been talking about? Yeah, I, I think you you nailed it on the head. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, so, grand final. Okay, here here are my first things that I've noticed right away is um, I think Team Vitality with some of their wins in Game Two and Three and, and Game One actually. Um, um, I had hoped to. Uh, there's there's some I actually wrote down some sticky notes uh, and some pointers and I was going to do like a full recap um unfortunately uh <laughs> there were some unforeseen circumstances that happened today so uh I was I didn't get to spend the next 2 hours completing them but there were certain things I noticed and I want to kind of uh say this right away Kadop first of all appeared appeared to be uh a man possessed as they say um did incredible in a, in a lot of uh kind of finishing a lot of the uh, goals um but another thing i noticed especially game one and game two is that alpha had a, a tough time getting into the series um and i think actually in game one and game two vitality got kind of lucky so in the first series here of the grand final um alpha let there was one of them that uh oh sorry he kept kind of when he was defending kept putting the ball right in front of the net um, and was luckily saved by his teammates. But I think there was two or three, or even four instances where I kind of looked at Alpha. I'm like, his def- like his defensive clearances right now are not working. Um, so I think that's why you kind of saw, 
especially, you know, I think those games be so close in goal scoring going to OT is because, um, well, I don't know. I, my, my point is that I think B- Team BDS very much had a, a good chance in games uh, two and three if they took advantage of some of those mistakes to uh, take it. Um, however, once uh, after two OTs that, uh, you know, let's be honest, Team Vitality scored pretty quickly in OT, which is always devastating. Um, it kind of felt like the momentum had fully swung their way. Uh, then kind of, you know, in Series 2, it was one of those things where where I think I think Vitality relaxed the first two games and then they kind of stepped, you know, turned it on again. Uh, but if you what you're saying is uh, correct, where uh, you're saying that Archie was uh, was saying that they were suffocating, I think that is exactly the difference. Is I think there's a difference between oh we're playing this tournament that like we're not. It's not that they're not serious about, but I think they're just kind of playing relaxed. They're kind of playing flow, right? Um, and oh no, we have a set plan and we're going to make sure that you don't have any opportunities and you feel like you can't do anything. Um, and a lot of the games between Vitality and BDS were very much like there was not really much time for anyone to do anything. Like you kind of had to do something right away. Um, and I think, you know, Vitality just stepped up. Um, yeah, first reactions tie and then cursor. Um, yeah, so going off of the start of the first series, I think what you were mentioning about Vitality sort of having a bit of woes on defense is is pretty right. Like, I think BDS came out of the gate and were, they were the ones sort of having all the pressure, but Vitality's goal line defense was phenomenal. Like, Fairy Peak was back in his savior of the season, season seven, like goal line stand kind of ways. He was blocking (laughs) literally everything. Um, and then as Vitality, uh, like you said, got a couple goals into those overtimes pretty quickly, it felt like uh, the series had just like was probably just going to be theirs after game two because BDS, uh, it, it felt like they could have won those two games, really. And it always hurts to lose those. Um, I, I do want to point out one thing that is a major difference maker here. We were talking about, obviously, how Archie was talking about Vitality being suffocating, but there's also one different thing about Vitality here. This was LAN Vitality. Mm. They were on boot camp together. This is the team that everyone was hyping up for LANs. Obviously, they haven't played one yet, but this is what they could be like on LAN. This is the team that everyone expected to come out and be the best team in Europe. And they finally showed it at the end of the season. And like you said, KDOP was phenomenal. He shut up all the haters. Everyone saying he was washed. (laughs) The man proved everybody wrong. He passed 500,000 in winnings, I believe, with this uh, grand final win. And Vitality, they really just came alive here. And I think BDS also struggled under the pressure a lot. Um, And it could also be a point towards BDS potentially struggling on land in the future if we get them back for next season. Um, It'll be interesting to see, I think. Cursor, do you want to jump off that? A thousand percent with Ty here. It's like Fairy Peak was in absolute top form. Um, I think one thing to take away is something the three of us had mentioned earlier in the season too about how all these top tier ones players were matriculating into teams and how they were going to stack up against um, much more seasoned ones players. And you can kind of see the difference between them now where there's this sort of hyper aggressive aerial style coming out of these ones players and threes whereas these older players like fairy peak like alpha who've been playing the one scene a bit longer were just more focused on winning 50s and pushing the ball down the field which i really think helped them in their whole strategy to suffocate bds um they weren't really allowing them to uh sort of keep them in their own half and the times that they were it's i mean it was it was there you could you could see it in the games like the defense was just on point Everybody was rotating in when they needed to, albeit aside from early games in the series where it's Alpha bumping into KDOP, Alpha bumping into Fairy and Net, like small minor things that they corrected pretty quick. Um, you could tell that the uh, the comms were definitely on point for this series. They were very responsive to one another, and you could tell they kept talking throughout the entirety of it, and there was pretty much no tilt going on in this team whatsoever. And they were really able to just kind of close out the dub pretty handily. I mean... Eight games over two. It's it's almost <laughs> as if there was no competition there. I think I think the nerves really got to BDS here, and they they could have put up a better showing. But it's this is this is what we wanted to see Vitality do at the beginning of the season, right out the gate. Just 
decimating every single team in the circuit, showing that there's a reason why they are the best in Europe and have been for a very I, long time. I think it's so wild to see this result because I, I mean, I've had a like inkling, inkling a feeling, a spider sense, what have you, that this would be the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think from early on is that this is a team Italia. It's like, oh, when they have a tournament they care about, they'll show up. Um, and they then they did, right? I think I did predict on Tuesday that Team BDS w- w- would win. Um, I actually still think if Team BDS had won the first one or two games, they might have taken this series. I think Team BDS is very much a momentum team in that sense. Uh, that being said, like, you know, to counter my argument, I think there have been instances where like Team BDS went down like two or three games and then came back and won. But maybe because this is literally kind of the the accumulation, this is literally the last tournament, you know, to to show that, oh, you're the best. You're the best in your region, right? That pressure, you know, once they go down one, down two, down three, um, it definitely got to them. Um, and yeah, and like, to be fair, I think what? There's only one game only the third sorry only the fourth game of the first series was there more than a one goal difference so if you just want to know how close this was right there's only one game out of the total of of uh eight games that uh that there was more than a one goal difference so it wasn't like there was a blowout in each game but i think it was almost like the accumulation of games uh that they kept losing was getting to them um so i i uh, kind of see it that way yeah. So for sure, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, Team Vitality, surprising. I think everyone I think everyone thought it was kind of be the reverse. It would be Team BDS. But no, we got we got Land Vitality back. Um, and I think that's exciting. I think that's good. I think uh, I think you'll see. I think experience does matter in the end. And I think once we have regular lands back, um, there will be. Uh, what's the word? I I think you'll be surprised to see that a lot of these teams that dominated this year are going to be you know top six instead of top two teams when I when we start seeing more lands. Mm. Um, and I I think this is at least the precursor to that. Guild's definitely going to uh, be one of those teams on land for sure. I think with lands potentially returning next year, BDS is is going to get that experience they need to really be able to. Kind of like if this situation were to happen again for EU regionals, BDS versus Vit- uh, Vitality, it, it's very possible we could see a, a whole different series next time around if they get a little more land experience under their belt and get time to practice in, in that sort of scenario. For sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, uh, let's continue on now to uh, North America. NA, uh, which people have now deemed 100% the best region because <laughs> Team BDS didn't win. But I would argue, I have a feeling Vitality might be the best team in the world. Don't at me. Or agree, do agree. Care. No, okay. I just want to say I agree I actually 100%. think they are. I think they are. After watching uh, NA all week and, and EU catching up on the games like after work and stuff, like watching that performance from Vitality in the Grand Finals and then going right into Space Station NRG just kind of skipping ahead here really quick but vitality looked far and away better than both of those teams in my opinion i don't think it it is even close like obviously we're seeing a like a land performance from vitality which could be a buff um that like energy and space station both get they're both good land teams but um on those performances vitality looked better than both of them i think Mm. i yeah i'm gonna i would even argue i think space station wouldn't do as well in land um i mean i guess that's not really true but that's not that's not true i don't think it's true it? i mean well reddles is a, a dream hack champion day yeah. three at worlds yeah. typical was, in arsenal or top four at worlds yeah. i mean that's true that's true they're, no, they're pretty they're, good on land you can you can throw yeah. you can throw that opinion in the trash that's okay um we definitely have the experience there listen i saw Rettles. Uh, okay i went a dream hack yep that, i was just standing on that desk two loss Oh, me too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. You were there. You were, oh, you were, I you was there. there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't believe you didn't meet. Amazing. <sighs> I know. Um, too bad. Too bad. Uh, maybe next year. Who knows? Let's. Yeah. Let's get into NA here. Um. Okay. Let's start off. G two beat Rogue, which I honestly don't think I predicted. I think I predicted Rogue to go through. Um. And 
yeah i i think i can definitively say just like i think i'll just go through the teams instead of necessarily the matchups how about we do that um i think i can definitively say that i think g2 is a better team without rizzo i know it's tough to say but i, I think i'm pretty confident in that opinion uh going forward i don't know if any of you disagree with me <laughs> I don't know. Depends. Uh, I'd say it depends what you're what you mean by better. Like obviously, now they're better because they've replaced their unmotivated player. Mm. Um, but if you're talking like relatively compared to what peak G two with Rizzo was during like season nine and the season seven season World nine, championship yeah, you're gonna bring up season nine. Of course, you, have you are. To. Of Just course. comparatively to the rest, re- re- relatively, right? It's not like obviously a year's passed the game is better. People are better at the game. They're going to be better than they were in season nine, but it's like they were dominant with Rizzo, right? Mm-hmm. When he was motivated. Okay. 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 Yeah. So it depends mm-hmm. what you I mean guess. by better. So when I, when I say better, it's, I think it was clearly the right switch at the right time. Cause Rizzo was not motivated and I don't think he would have become motivated in the future. Right. Even if there was land in the future, I think Rizzo kind of with this year with no lands had kind of been, been over the the pro side i don't know if my point is is that right now this was the correct decision i guess that's what i mean by better (laughs) trees was the right decision for the current form yeah i agree why like i don't i don't even argue that Drees is is necessarily the best fit but at this point like are they gonna switch him no they literally got semis right Mm. I've, I think I think they'll switch him if they see a dip in performance, or if they see a, if they if they know there's a free agent that's you know that's out there that's uh yeah we can um you know we can speculate touch on that after <laughs> uh, yeah I'll have some stuff to say about that oh uh, ooh, ooh, in a ooh. little bit here nothing sure, nothing sure. like th- I don't know anything anymore like mm-hmm. uh, in regards to this mm-hmm. like this is a purely purely my mm-hmm. prediction for what's gonna happen but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get there we'll get there. Um, all right, let's talk Team Envy. Uh, I think I actually did predict that Space Station would beat Team Envy. I'm pretty sure. Because um, my joke was like, Team Envy is only beats NRG. Team Envy's NRG is Kryptonite. I think that's what I said last week. Um, but since they're not playing NRG, they weren't going to win. Um, yeah, Space Station made it through Team Envy. I'm not actually surprised. Uh, I think if this was... Yeah, I... Teen Envy keeps being that team that like I don't they're like a hundred percent top four but like they kind of they have like a two and ten like sorry let's just say like a 20% chance of being the best team in the world when they feel like it or just like I don't know they step (laughs) out of their bed on the right side that day (laughs) like (laughs) you know I I don't there, there is something about them where it's like I, de- I I very rarely, when I see a bracket with a minute, expect them to win it. But then when they win it, I'm not surprised at all. I, I don't know if that's fair, but but th- this one does not surprise me too much. Um, they worked their butt to get to that semis, but they were not able to beat Space Station, and I think Space Station kind of deserving made it through. Um, I don't really have much more to say other than maybe if it was land, it'd be even, you know, Turbo would, would be hyped up even more, but who knows. Yeah, I think the thing about Envy this season... Um and I'll touch on this kind of stats-wise, is they're not big tournament players. They kind of have choked in the big tournaments. Um, after the three fall regionals, they were number one in points going into the fall major, and they performed horribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the three winter regionals, they were number one in points in winter going into the winter major, and they performed horribly. Uh, and can you guess where I'm going with this? After the three spring regionals, they were number one in spring points and they performed horribly in the spring major. And now they performed horribly in the championship. They Wow, I love weird. the patterns you're seeing. It's oh weird to see and it's weird to say, sorry, with Turbo on the team, but they're not big game players. It's very interesting. They they need more time as a team to develop, really. It's not it's not that the synergy... You think the, so? For, I, I mean, this was arguably one of the longest seasons, if not the longest season we've ever seen in RLCS history. But you can tell that the fact that there are still times where this team's just like, eh, not today. Like, they're not, they're not all there yet. Like, a team that truly wants to solidify themselves, like Vitality, like BDS, like these other teams, like Space Station, these teams that are hungry, that want to carve... A name out for themselves and stay up there they're they're 
there's there's like a, it's a double-sided sword like to Reddle's point like these players are putting in the time but the other end of that sword is there are players who don't have to put in as much time because they're just good you know what I mean? like, we see that from a lot of different players but it's it, i want to see this team sort of like get their their cohesion down get their 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 overall squad mental down i feel like if this if this team can perform better and not allow outside things to influence how they're playing during the game, I think this could be like a top one, top two team. But it's to Ty's point, it's like every every time they set themselves up for success, they just can't perform when they need to, which is kind of odd because you. I keep going back to the turbo pulse on my mind. Like he should, he's setting this team up for success. They can carry, and there's times where you see turbo's not performing, and the other two are sort of carrying him along. And it's like there's 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 just like this this lapse somewhere. I think it's communication. It might be their comms. I couldn't tell you for sure, but you can see it in their gameplay. There's something that's just not quite right yet. I think if this team had another season together, especially on land, we could see a much more dominating performance out of them for sure. I think you might be completely right, but I'm gonna argue this is that they the this Envy team just has always felt like the um what's the word? Turbo's revenge. It's almost like like the surprise <laughs> you, you just you you know, you weren't quite sure what candy you wanted. Okay, you went you went to a bulk bar, you went to like some kind of you know, candy store, all right. Willy Wonk is there, I don't know. All right, and then they just gave you like three random candies, okay? And you're like, I don't think this quite fits, all right? But but despite the fact that it doesn't quite fit, they keep getting results. Like, that's how I've always felt about the Team Envy team. Um, and, you know, whether that continues or not, I, I actually have a feeling that they'll never be more cohesion. They'll just be random streaks where they're playing better. But this will kind of be the team. You know, I, I kind of... You know what I kind of want? I kind of want next year Team Envy to just, like, get fourth in every single, like, tournament... And then just win worlds. You know, that that is the storyline that I'd like to see. <laughs> That'd be cool. Could be a thing, right? Um, Could be one of those issues yeah. where it's like their personalities just clash and we don't see it because it's all off screen, you know? Well, I, I, like it could not even be personal. I, like, okay, this is this is definitely just my imagination. But like my imagination is like they're all kind of just like joking to each other. But it's not even like a personality clash. They just have like their own interests. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's it's not like they're like really cohesive and like a great unit but it's not like they clash either they're just all kind of there and they all have their own unique strengths and like they just it kind of works somehow that's that's my imagination of it anyway uh let's continue on okay real quick G2, if i could go oh, uh real okay, quick about, about envy um i do have a little piece of info Ooh, ooh spicy, that spicy. i heard um straight from the mouth of shift's owner achilles uh, apparently, back during and after the fall split, there were some internal issues with Team Envy. Uh, apparently, Atomic wanted to either kick Turbo or he wanted to leave. Um, that, now, this is back in the fall split, so I don't know what the team is like now, but that could be an issue. It could be lingering mm-hmm. in their minds. Um, kind of. Yeah, well, I think everybody hear. wants... here. Here it is. Everybody wants Turbo to leave, but they also want him on, like in those clutch moments like that <laughs> i think every team will feel that way because if he actually practices less than the rest of the team <laughs> like if you're a teammate that's how you're gonna think you're like i don't want this guy and then you're gonna be like how does this guy keep scoring in the situations that we need him to score um but no that kind of makes sense to me you know what i mean like i i think yeah Tur- turbo's like the i don't know if i'd ever want to be on the team with turbo but also, if I have Turbo on team, I feel like I have a better chance of winning a tournament. <laughs> it's maybe that's the dichotomy. But I, I think what you said actually brings it very much into realization that that there there can be um uh some some bigger issues that um that could you know bigger issues says the top four team you know <laughs> um but yeah yeah for sure. Uh, Curse, did you want to add something to that or? Are we good to I mean, it's it's just nice to hear that there's some spicy insider info that kind of supports my claim. I mean, it's it's not necessarily if you if you pay close attention, it's to, it's to how these players are perf- like. If you've watched them in the past and you've seen them peak and you've seen them perform on bad days and kind of sort of 
ironed out what an average would be for this player in your mind as you watch them play like, oh, they hit these or they generally go for these or he's probably going to pass this. Right. You, you can see that as you watch the game. And it's not like coming around into the championships. We weren't seeing that from MV. We weren't we weren't seeing those plays coming out of them. We weren't seeing Atomic ripping these double taps like we were seeing them go down like, you know, three goal difference and then they would rip a goal in classic envy fashion and it's like but where was that two three points ago you know what i mean like when it mattered to tie up the game now you're just kind of trailing behind getting you know stats goals I, it just it felt weird like it, it didn't feel right it didn't feel like the envy that could have been and if if that's the case if there are internal issues then maybe to your point maybe they don't need time maybe there's probably just going to be a roster change we might see a whole different envy come out next season maybe they just don't play well together even though these candies are really, really good. They don't necessarily blend well together. It's like a chocolate-covered mm. Sour Patch Kid with powdered sugar on it. Like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, if it was a lemon one, I might think about it, but it just... Yeah, yeah. yeah it, no, it, no, I, your, point, your point stands. <laughs> yeah, it, it won't really do it, you know? So, I mean, I, th- I think what I was saying earlier, like, can help a team. Like, if they try and iron through the personal differences and they stay focused because it's their job. They're getting paid to do this and they are absolutely passionate about the game. It's possible we could see a different envy next season, but if there's that much of a, of a uh, difference between these personalities and how they interact off screen, then I don't think any amount of practice together is going to change that. That's a matter of just maybe they, you know, Go their separate ways and just say, well, it was fun while it lasted, you know, appreciate the the time spent together and it is what it is, you know, best luck to you. But I don't know. I'm just waiting for the day that Turbo gets picked up by Dignitas again. All right. That's all I want. Um, Okay. What? What? You want to see them drop? Who is it now? Appjack and and Juryu's? Hell no. No, no, no. This is what it is. Okay. Turbo comes in as a sub and then you only play... No one would put the four time as a sub. No, that's main roster only. I don't think he would no, ever no, take a sub Listen, listen, ever. this is his long-term plan. This is this is Turbo's long-term plan, okay? He just keeps being the sub for the winning team. Like, he finds what the next winning team is and just is the sub for them and then plays, like, one game in the finals what, or something. To what? Have the highest, like, world championship title in games? Oh, something? 100%. No, he's going to have, like, mm, 30, big, all right? Big brain. He's going to find a way. 10 time um, world okay. champion. <laughs> anyway, uh small point he's on that. Still too. the reigning defending. <laughs> small point on that too. If it went to land this year, Kadop would have had a chance to also be the only other player with a four time title. And his I, would have meant more. I'm gonna be very honest. Yeah, all right. There was a time where like we talked about goats and stuff. I think Kadop is goat. I, I don't like from that perspective, from winningest. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care how much Turbo's won. I think if we look at the span of their careers, we're gonna look back and we're gonna say K-Dop was better. <laughs> um, I think there was an argument earlier. I don't know. Anyway, that let's. Uh, I I feel like I'm getting sidetracked here. Uh, that can be a whole episode itself. Okay, Energy G2. Okay, I think G2 did tremendously well against Energy here. Uh, this is probably the most exciting series. Although, also I would argue, and we'll talk about this a little later probably the detriment of this format um because i don't care how close a bunch of series are um <laughs> there is a certain length you know where it starts to go over and I'm like well i'm here but but am i really here you know uh i don't know i i feel like some of these the series like because it went all three series like all three best of sevens um it does kind of start to drag um by the end um, even if you're invested, you're like you're just mentally tired. If that makes sense, yeah. uh, but I think it's important because it kind of shows how good G2 is or was in this this tournament. I think of all the teams, I think G2 overperformed. I'd argue oh, for sure. Um, they are the one who made the lower bracket run one two games right. So for this championships, I, I'd argue they overperformed, and then uh, unfortunately we're stopped by NRG, but they gave them a run for the money, and it was a close game, uh, and that kind of leads us right into the finals where energy was up against space station and i'm kind of not surprised um is it weird to me but i feel like like energy is kind of the consistency pick in these situations um i don't know i feel like i'm pretty confident that when there's a big finals when there's a big tournament energy just wins it 
Um, I don't know if any of you disagree with me on this one. I think I, th- I think we need to not overlook G two here for a second before we talk about the poster. Okay, yeah, let's talk G two, and then we can talk the finals because because yeah. NRG are definitely the poster children of Rocket League right now. <laughs> um, that, you can't take anything away from that squad. We we can we can talk about that for hours, but I would like to say that G two for having picked up a rookie player who's never played in RLCS played amazing out of their minds. Granted, there was a whole bunch of mistakes, but they still played out of their minds and beat teams that we had predicted were going to make top three, top four. It was kind of a very surprising thing to see and a very welcome thing to see that we almost saw like G2 in spirit there as if Rizzo were still playing, right? I think I think Dreza stepped up and, and filled a pretty big pair of shoes, but he's also bringing his repertoire of offense, his offensive skill set from being a ones player into that which we kind of always wanted to see Rizzo do um where he's going for these bumps he's going for these these who's starving plays he's really getting in the other team's head but when he's given the ball he could beat two hell even three players down the field and then go for a shot on net which we unfortunately didn't see from Rizzo too much um the other thing I'd like to note too is that I think Chicago has done a fantastic job of stepping up being that that shooter that we kind of need him to be. But I think to that end, it was to his detriment where we kind of saw him double commit with Jay Naps or double commit with Drees several times throughout uh, this past week um, where they're still kind of figuring out who's going when for a certain place. You can, you can see that it's like, well, I'm close. Well, I'm also close. Well, we're both going to go. And then someone's left backfield and against a team like energy, you can't be, you can't be leaving one guy backfield for an offensive play. They'll just play around you. I don't know if you have anything to yeah, add to that, Ty. Yeah, Ty. Oh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, I think the series uh, went it went 19 games, longest RLCS right? series ever. Um, I think by the end, it was both teams were pretty tired. It was uh, the the gameplay definitely dropped uh, a, a bit of a level, I'd say. Um, a lot more mistakes and miscommunications and stuff, but still a really good series. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head with that analysis. It's it's almost Ayo. almost kind of a kind of an insult to or adding an insult to injury too, right? Because NRG didn't have their coach this time around, but they were still able to keep their mental together, right? <laughs> It's kind of like I, I was aware of it and I was salty about it when we took the L and my heart sank when we lost in the most awful way possible with a pinch out of the corner. But that's it's to sort of um, segue into how well NRG performed throughout this week. Like it's amazing to see that these top players are so consistent, not just with their mechanics, their rotations, their game awareness, that they can recognize without a coach, even though we were preaching it. Okay, can I, we hold were on, preaching hold on. it that they that coaches were gonna be huge and everybody's screaming, coaches are huge right now. And it's literally shaping Rocket League that NRG was like, eh, okay, let's just fix this. And they did. And they crushed arguably what looked like an unstoppable team that could have gone to grand finals without the help of their coach. hundred percent agreed. But my, my one counter argument is, is this a coach or a mascot? Um, I think that <laughs> I think he does a little bit of both, honestly. I well, but this, this is a team of three very experienced players. So I think I like, I do not put him on the same level as Verge. I do not put him on the same level as some other coaches that are in sure. uh, that are in here. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. So that's why I I don't think it's as as much of an insult. All right, do, do, you're playing against probably three of the most experienced and best players in the world. So it was a close series, but I don't think the coach actually. I think if Sis was there, I don't think it would have made much difference either way. Yeah, I think Sis. I think it's less of like the Verge uh, Chrome sort of coach where he's like creating play styles and, and like hugely strategical, right? He's more of that. Uh, he's a very energetic guy. Obviously, he's good for the hype. Um, and he's just sort of there as a, a fourth perspective, right? Just one more opinion mm-hmm. of how you can go about your game, right? But I think that works for these super, uh, let's argue it, you know, S plus tier caliber players where 
they have so much experience and they like I don't know if y'all saw this a couple months back there uh, just to, to rant for two seconds there was a small video I think it was way protein was doing it where they were going over a replay of a pro game I believe it was vitality at the time and it was just showing simply Kadop rotating out of back post somebody had gone for ball and he had gone into the right corner and it was using little streamlines and bubbles of thought to all the things that these players notice at that level regardless of what position they're on under the field based upon the way their opponents are positioned how much boost they have and and what is about to happen in the play and i think for these players who are just that good sometimes can overthink these things and to that point mm. allowing that that um that sort of platform for them to bounce against somebody who was a top tier player back in the day and is is can help you know keep that team's energy on that level keep them hype keep them motivated keep them moving in the right direction like oh man i wish i'd hit this he can come in and be like you know it was good that you tried for it but they've been playing around like this maybe don't go for him as often he can kind of like you know what i mean he can kind of sort of break it down and be like you know you could be right here but why don't we you know try something else that you're fantastic at you know what I mean? He can kind of offer that that second opinion as opposed to what Ty was saying, where he's he's kind of like, I see you guys are doing this. You need to change this. You know, he's not really directing them. He's just offering them that, you know, that what if scenario or that that plan B, like, try, you know, maybe try this instead because you've been struggling with these today, but you're also really good at these and we haven't seen you do them at all today. Give it a shot and see what happens. And if it doesn't work, change it back up. You know, I, I think that's kind of at least from what I've seen in their play style since he's come into being a coach for them, what they've done this year with that at their disposal. He, he just offers that, that space for them to sort of think things out within that minute and kind of re readjust and reassess what it is that they could be doing better as opposed to what they're doing wrong because they're not doing a lot of things wrong, if at all. I don't know if anyone has any arguments. No, no, that. I think, I think, I think you're, you know, you're, you got a great rant. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll leave it where it's at. But what I did want to ask, since we are kind of still on the topic of G2, and Ty Swiggles alluded to something Ooh, earlier. Yes, I true. forgot almost. This is true. <laughs> Ty, what did you want to say earlier about G2? Okay. Okay. So when you look at Dries, he's a really great player. He's come up, obviously, a lot of potential. He's molded into G2 style really well. They looked good in the championships, um, but if you are G2, you want to be winning championships. So here's my theory. I think if you were G2, you look to replace Dries in the offseason with someone from another top four or five team. When yep. you think about that, yep. you look at... NRG, probably not going to change. You look at Space Station, probably not going to change. You look at Rogue, could be some changes there. Mm -hmm. First Killer, probably not leaving, and that's who you'd want. That leaves Team Envy, which we've mentioned some internal issues before. Mm -hmm. And I also want to point out, one player on that team has a history of jumping ship for teams he thinks can be better. Mm. That player is missed. Yep. He left birds after the peeps beat them in the promotion tournament for the peeps he left the peeps for a trial with cloud nine which he didn't get and he ended up on envy um i think g2 could pursue mist in the off season and i think they're gonna get him and that is my theory i i'm so hyped that you said that uh i would i'm gonna be 100 percent honest if Miss went to G2, I'm cheering for G2 in every single tournament. It'd be so nice to have I, a dedicated third man on that team. I think Miss... Well, I mean, we gave... Ty, both you and I gave Miss the Player of the Year award last year, I'm pretty sure. Right? For what it's worth, he was yeah. the only player on Envy in their Space Station set that was playing well. Uh, he was shooting 33% in the first series and 40% in the second series. And Atomic and Turbo had 10% and 5% overall. The mm -hmm. dude was absolutely let down. And I think he's still the best player in the world. 
I'm hyped. If your theory stands is correct, I, I'm super hyped. So I'm I'm excited for it. <laughs> it's also worth noting that him and Chicago are like very, very, very good friends. Ooh. Yes, yes, they are. Ooh. I think he was talking about it in his stream too, not like a day or two ago, where I saw you resub for 21 months. Yes. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Okay, I, I'm really hyped for that. Let's let's hope that happens. Uh, we didn't really didn't talk about this much, but energy. Did we do we have any comments kind of on the finals? Because uh, I think it was I think the finals was a less interesting affair than the uh, the semis here with G two. But do we have any kind of thoughts on that? Um, uh, I wouldn't even say it was an experience difference. I think energy just were better. Just they're just more talented uh, right now. I think, and it sort of sort of showed the the games weren't really that close. I don't think couple multiple goal differences like the final game in the series 4-0 for nrg to close it out yeah yeah i think nrg is a team that we can't like i like i still would choose vitality over them but what you know in in uh, in true nrg fashion uh i think uh i think i think they're always the best second place team in the world <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, uh, but no, no, no. I think energy I think was, was, was very good. And I think they continue to show that consistency. Um, I don't really have much more to add to their finals. But uh, I think Cursor wanted to say something about energy here. I just... I, I, I heard some sighs. No, I just... I'm surprised you still think Vitality has just got it in the bag. I mean, it's it's so easy to jump on that bandwagon and be like, oh, this team better, this team better. But we don't, we don't really have a land to really shut everyone up this year. So it's just going to be hypothetical after hypothetical and we're just gonna have to deal with it until next season but hey listen listen i'm always accused of, of being too flip-flop okay i just i just decided to go on a limb all right i'm just gonna pull in a johnny boy one team and be like three the times best. and be wrong every time <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst that's uh, the worst. i think i think uh, the only thing i really wanted to touch on with this squad is when we even when we see their backs against the wall, um, just because of the caliber players on this team, we notice that they they possess this this ability that only you see top tier athletes carry with them is the ability to just actually truly regain. Like, okay, whatever, that sucked. It was disappointing. Let's let's play next. Like, let's go into this positive, and you know what? Let's try something new, right? And I think. I think that's where energy strength lies is that I don't think we've seen them peak yet. We've seen mm. them play extremely well and on form, but I don't think we've seen them truly peak just yet. I feel that in the off season with the time afforded to Garrett, Squishy and Justin, we're going to see a much more advanced team, I guess is the way I want to describe it in terms of these players discovering new ways to play the game right if anyone if anyone's on that forefront of discovering new mechanics and newer ways to play the game similar to how Reddle's team did when they were the peeps coming through for the dream hack um it's it's that that top 10 top 15 slot in north america and arguably in europe as well um where these players play this game so damn much even though their bi-weekly hours may not show it the depth at which these players go into this game is is astronomical. The things that they think about, the things they do, you know, you can you can catch it sometimes if you watch them just sitting in free play on their stream from time to time. These these things they're just doing while they're talking to people are absurd. Like you would see, you would see casters freak out about this if it happened in a game, but they're just sitting there doing it casually, and it means nothing to them because they, it's they're familiar with it in in the sense of like what they can do in that universe. And I think they're going to push that boundary even further next season, right? Especially from Garrett and Justin, less so with Squishy. Nothing against Squishy, but it's we, we, want, we went from seeing Garrett be that consistent, reliable guy who's got your backfield down, and now he's, he's you know, winning, you know, aerial 50s and then taking a double tap with a flip reset and scoring in your net. And like, this is not the Garrett G we've seen before. Right. And it only yeah. took him mm. one. It took him one season. Point. It yep. took him less than a year. It took him one season to get to that level. So now you can argue that every single person on NRG is an offensive all-star. So it's, 
I don't know, man. I'm I'm really hyped to see what they bring for us next season. It's it's going to be absolutely insane. Like it's they 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 just completely shut down Space Station. No hate against Space Space Station. They definitely set out to really prove themselves this season and i think they did and i think to lose to a team like nrg is going to humble them for next season and maybe might shut riddles up for a little while so we don't have to keep <laughs> seeing that in our twitter feeds um but I, as well as they played it's it's clear that nrg is in a different league and in order to take that team down you, bringing your a game is not enough it's not it's not even close so that's all I had For to say. Sure. That's all I had to say. This, no, this team's going to explode next season. <laughs> I, I'm excited. You're, you're hyping them up. You're hyping them up. I like yeah. it. Uh, um, yeah, so that concludes, I guess, our our recap review of the RLCS X Championships. Uh, there's one last thing that I'd like to talk about in regards to... The, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about our Rick and Rock League in a second, but one last thing I want to talk about in regards to this particular format uh, let's get maybe maybe since uh, since Chris went on a couple of rants here, maybe we can get Ty's Ty's take on the format here. Um, so for the format, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I really enjoyed the extra games. It gave teams sort of like a bit of a buffer, and it brought us some pretty great series that went to went the distance, like the Energy G two and the Queso and Solary match. Um, the uh, when we looked down it. OCE, the um, cringe deciding Ground Zero went all the way to three. Um, Fiora and True Neutral went to three in South America. Um, I think it was pretty good, but one pretty big gripe I have with it, um, which isn't necessarily a problem with the format, it's probably just the better team being better, is apart from <laughs> apart from the cringe Society and Ground Zero match where cringe Society won the first series and then got stomped the next two, the team that won the first series won set in all cases yeah well it just sh- it it will definitely reinforce the better teams um so i i think i mean which makes sense i mean we've always known that if you have longer series then the team that's usually better will tend to win those longer series or those more games right because their skill will be shown over time um it's like if you want upsets you don't do this for yeah that. for sure uh that's essentially it um what, what i would say is i was very afraid of this format however i think the fact that it was pretty much just like one or one or two series a day is perfect so i think if your plan is to have a week-long tournament that builds to a finals on a saturday sunday um i think it's totally fine i don't think you could ever have like three of these series a day like two is already pushing it but three is way too much. So I, th- I think as long as you have like a, it's like a two long week tournament or a week long tournament, I think you'd totally try this again. Um, but I don't think you can have multiple kind of sets per, hmm. uh, per, per, per day. Um, so I actually, yeah, I, actually, I was surprisingly less annoyed by it from watching it. I think it was still a lot. Like I was saying, especially when it started getting to that third set, because um, you're fully invested, but it's also like, you're not used to sitting and watching one series that long, although maybe that also builds a story. It's, it's definitely tough in that aspect. Um, but I think, I think I was, there's definitely points I was tired, but I was definitely more invested in particular matches because it wasn't like, okay, here's like a hundred matches of different teams. And I only care about two of them. So I'm going to wait for that one series that I care about. Right. Uh, at least these, everything was building towards the finals, which I think was great. You knew the stakes. They're pretty obvious. There's no like, you know, there's no kind of like, oh, what's going on here? You know, how how important is this match or not this match? Uh, you knew exactly where you were. Um, and I think the fact that it started on Tuesday and on Sunday was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like that that it was kind of spread out that way. Cursor, any takes on the format? Uh, I, I personally like the format. I was just bummed that it, you know, I think Ty touched on it a bit earlier for most of us. Uh, adults in the world who still love this game that yeah. we were at work for the first few <laughs> matches each day yeah. which really sucks but uh and i may or may not have gone over on my data plan and i'm going to suffer for it next month when i pay my phone bill <laughs> just to uh to squeeze in listening to those games watching those games when i could while i was working um but i i think the, I, I th- the one the 160p <laughs> no i i uh, i'm thankfully my phone can do 1080p 60 so 
I was I was watching some quality Rocket League, but uh, well, then my joke was like to not go over the data plan. You like throw it down and then you just listen. <laughs> I mean, when I got to that point and the notification popped up, it's like you're over your data plan. I'm like, maybe we turn down to seven twenty sixty, you know, or a little lower, <laughs> just a little bit less, and just listen to it. I don't know. That's uh, you accepted. It. It's all good. I did, but the, this is this is the kicker that made me laugh about it. Is that I'm gonna do this with the intent to watch G2 make it to grand finals, and if it doesn't happen, uh, I'm paying money just to watch them not make it. <laughs> <laughs> true, a true G2 fan. True G2 uh, fan. Through through, yeah. No, no fair weather fans here. But um, yeah, it was. I think the format this year was good. I think a lot of the pro players we've heard them talk about how it can be quite lengthy and tiring. Um, but I think, to Sionix's credit, this was a great way to handle uh, a global crisis, but still provide not only for their players but for their fan base as well. I think this was this this gave us a lot of Rocket League, more Rocket League than we needed. Um, but it was good that it was after a break, though, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and like, honestly, I feel I feel better having seen this happen this year. Um, and going forward, when we do start seeing land events and things like that again, I, I feel comfortable with where Psyonix and Epic are, are heading with how they're sort of shaping the scene. I feel like they're they're going to maybe lessen the amount of content that they're, you know, just cramming into us, um, but offer us uh, more variety, right? We're going to start seeing um, BTSs and if you pay attention to your Twitter feed, you know, uh, Gold Rush, things like that. All, the, all those are coming back out. Um, and it's it'll be nice to see them sort of get accepted and fall under the umbrella of what is, you know, the RLCS scene, right? And even to that end, we're seeing um, RLCS casters trickle over to the CRL side and seeing older players like Karma from Charlotte Phoenix, who you love so much, um, <laughs> sitting on the desk, you know, analyzing these plays and what's going on. I think the scene as a whole I think it's is a travesty. It's how how dare Karma not be in the championships? Okay, I cannot believe it. All right, don't tie her down to that desk. All right, you gotta you gotta get her hey, into the championships. She's next the one that signed the contract right. for Splice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I can't believe the legendary splice duo of Karma and Dude with the Nose have both been on the desk now. Right? Wow. Right? They Isn't that be, they should be playing? It's mind boggling. <laughs> mind boggling. They should be winning. <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm, I'm very happy yeah. to see with what they've done. I think um, there's a lot of naysayers out there, a lot of haters out there who you know, will say their piece. But at the end of the day, they could have not done anything or they could have done much less. And I'm very happy to see that they were so receptive of us as a community that they put in this much work and this much production quality into the whole season. And I like, no, honestly, I, I like, completely I agree. Sionics, like so much. It was, yeah. it was such a good year for RCS. It really was. I mean, and the viewership went up and everything. I think, yeah. I think they did, you know, you can agree or disagree with their decisions, but I think after looking at the year, um, I think it was a successful year in Rocket League. I don't think there's any denying that. So we're looking at like League of Legends numbers now, man. You know what I mean? We went from yeah. season two, season three, where it, I mean, hell, season one, season two, it technically still wasn't RLCS at the time. It was just professional Rocket League. Back then, I think peak viewership was like 20,000, 25,000 on a good day. And now we're seeing, even for the, the matchups that aren't nearly as hype as some others, we're still seeing over 100,000 people watching concurrent at any given time. And for the big hype matches, we're seeing over 200,000 people sitting in the Twitch channel watching those matches. It's only going to go up from here. Like, like I said at the beginning of the season and my, my take from like what was happening last season, it's, it's only going to go up. And to solidify that point, y'all need to watch your Twitter feeds, even Twitter gaming of all handles on Twitter was recognizing Rocket League Esports as a tier one esport. Just saying. I don't think there's any denying that. No. It's there's I, I honestly th- think like so. there's ever literally since, no way. Ever, ever since free to play, I I've been very confident in the health of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good kind of take on that. Uh, we're just gonna go through a couple of things. Uh, the first of which, uh, so Ty and myself, Ty and Wabbits have been playing the uh, Talus Esports Cup, the one that Leth is gonna host. Um, and I think guess it's Leaf. what we. Is it Leaf? I think Leaf, Leaf, Leaf is hosting left. the reg. Oh, or is I don't know. Maybe it's both of them. I know Leaf is hosting the regular 
casting, weekly casting. I don't know who's hosting the finals. Mm. Uh, you might be right, though. I think you're right. Uh, wow, they have some very similar names. Completely <laughs> yeah. different people. Um, so the <laughs> what I would what I did want to say though is uh, yeah we we've uh, we've won our first two uh, league games, Woo! so we're two and zero. Oh. Wins and losses, and so we're coming up. There's a big game uh, this week. There's another two and O team we're coming up against. So uh, that'll be that'll be big. Um, uh, we'll we'll see how that that goes. Um, there is a chance. I will say this. Um, so if you want to check out Twitch around, I guess eight thirty on Wednesday Eastern time. Uh, so I think that's yeah, that's probably the day you listen to this or the the day after. Uh, but on Wednesday, June June the twenty third at eight thirty p.m., uh, check out the stream. I'm sure it'll be probably up there on the on the kind of Rocket League streams. I don't know how many big Rocket League things are happening on a Wednesday. Do we know if we're like actually getting streamed, or is it just a chance? No, 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 no. I'm I'm not sure. They haven't announced it yet. They haven't announced which teams is. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but we've booked it in the slot. So the way they do they're doing it is they're taking anyone who's booked it in the slot, and they're going to choose the teams that they're going to uh, cast between seven and nine. Um, so we've booked 8:30. So that is your. We, we're probably, you know, there's a there's a good chance we're not going to be on there, but we might be. So uh, I'll just thought I'd mention it. Uh, I'm not even going to provide the link or anything. Just if you're bored at 8:30 on Wednesday, uh, maybe t- uh, tune into Twitch Rock League, and maybe we'll be on. Who knows? Real question is, can um, you stream it though? Um, can I? St- I do. I do actually want to stream the regular kind of games. Um, but I'll. I think I am waiting till at least next week or the week after what? and then i might start streaming the regular games you want to let the fans see the journey uh the journey yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah so if if yeah if people are interested in that i'm totally gonna gonna stream yeah the fans um, just double commit everywhere Hell yeah, yeah well actually speaking of that uh ty was kind of having a realization because we've been double committing ty and i and ty was saying i think that in some ways our play style is too similar and that's our, actually our biggest detriment right now is that we'll both like we'll do one or two double commits and then at the same time we'll either both decide that like okay no we have to play a little more passive to see what they're doing but we'll decide that on the same time so we both <laughs> don't go and then we're both like oh wait no one went so then we both go again <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so i wonder if ty wanted to say something about that but i thought that was pretty funny i think it's a pretty good realization yeah i think it's just like we play so similarly it's like we're both like wanna sort of like uh, how do I say it? like cut off their plays as quick as possible sorry or sort of mm. like so we're kind of both just like watching like mid passes or like solo plays all of a sudden and not sort of like just like waiting and playing reactively like we're both sort of very proactive I'd say and so we mm. both end up like in the oh, same way we're making a play <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> and then we just both go it's pretty good <laughs> Um, but I mean like we've been I mean the joke right now for us is like we essentially have have steamrolled the first two two sets of games, but then we like get into ranked and we just lose every game. Um, which, I mean, I'm hoping in the long run that will make us better because we're playing against GC level players, but uh, as opposed to like we've played only like champ teams right now in uh, in the tournament. So um, hopefully those that competition will make it easier when we face better teams. Essentially, when we play um, Josherton, Josherton, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be a big one. Uh, but yeah, that's really all I want to mention. Um, yeah, Cursor and Ty, do you have any other Our Week in Rock League type things you want to make mention? Maybe start Cursor. Um, I, I'm i still just going to harp on it. I think you should uh, stream the journey. That way, when you go into your next potential couple episodes here for the normal podcast, that uh, you can sort of give people a visual insight as to what your Week in Rocket League actually looked like. Ooh, just saying ooh. i think i think it'd be a really nice comparison they'd be able to go in and watch the people who want to support um and then for those who especially did, if it's just one like best of three right that's not a big yeah, exactly. quick little yeah. 10 minute stream yeah just give them just give them a little something something you know we'll be like 30 minutes with our warm-up yeah, yeah there you go and you can Maybe include keep the stream all the... on for the for the ranked afterwards yeah, for the yeah, ranked after yeah there you the, go, there you go. yeah yeah, yeah. There you go. improvement baby hey man you were a plat at one point you know just give give the viewers some hope you know? Yeah, I was. A, I, I feel like those times that was that was definitely my best uh, growth period in the game. <laughs> uh, I would I would like to mention our Rockley. Rockley. Actually, I did I did just get a new controller. Ooh, so breaking, it, controller in, breaking it in. I am breaking it in. Yes, it is the Razer one, the Razer Wolverine? Xbox one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots. I'm curious. Uh, 
ultimately i think it's definitely better than my xbox one and my i have no problem with the xbox controller i just think a lot of them have uh what's it called drift yeah um and i think it 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 actually programs you to play like the wrong way like you have to like slightly be off on everything you do um because i i feel like there's a lot more things i've already been able to do and i don't know if that's placebo or if that actually the controller but uh we'll see we'll see anyway so far i'm really liking it how many hours do you get on it feel uh so yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping that continues on there's some things that are still a little awkward still not used to but um i'm hoping that uh it works out yeah uh last thing i guess we can cover in the podcast last thing is that the asap tournament uh will i'm kind of moving i I was hoping to get it in in june but i will be moving into july um it's just a mess right now for me this weekend uh coming coming up and i was hoping to have it but no it will be july 3rd um i'll put up uh um a sign up sheet for for the three 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 tournament it'll be july 3rd it'll be 8 p.m eastern time uh and i'll I'll do all that stuff uh definitely by next week i'll have all the links but i'll let people know now so they can start planning how about that mm. we, we can advance um yeah last thing is i want to thank all our patrons uh who probably were blessed with um i don't know the robin kyle show just keeps getting longer and longer uh <laughs> um it is it is a mess of a show um it is well i think i think there was a point that i actually forgot i was recording uh so that's that's my teaser for the for the latest episode but yeah the latest robin kyle is out so if if any of the patrons want to catch it they can uh so thank you all our patrons who support us uh help us out uh we appreciate you so so much special shout outs to uh our roll call to your patrons uh the first of which is cursor so special shout out to you <laughs> there he is uh further proving relentless's point which i hate that relentless keeps bringing up but um <laughs> uh yeah I'll, I'll leave it at that new new uh patron in glorious zombie thank you so much for signing up uh we appreciate you so much paint who's been awesome paint has been um recently uh <laughs> Uh, paint paint's been kind of funny because yeah, he's the only one who'll like go into patreon and like leave us like essentially like youtube comments for for our every episode but i've actually really been enjoying them because it's 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 a little bit different doesn't really get lost in the shuffle i just like i go and i read it so if you want to make sure patrons that i read whatever your comment is about an episode uh feel free to drop it there um raz raz uh who i've been trying like i met in ranked randomly a couple weeks ago and we've been trying to get some threes going but it hasn't quite worked out uh psych mopko of course always helping us out and vance at the end there so thank you roll card to your patrons uh y'all are awesome um and i guess with all this being said uh what's your homework what's your homework uh i have to think of homework um your homework should you choose to accept it okay is to uh you know hang out with a friend you know what i mean be make an effort make a plan hang out with a friend how about that how about that hmm. uh you know sometimes sometimes you 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 do very mundane stuff um i know things are kind of opening up a little bit more maybe maybe plan something cool something that you've never done before with one of your close friends and go do that how about that that's uh that's your homework for the week um anyway for myself, from Ty, from Cursor, we thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this recap. We hope you enjoyed Cursor's rants and uh, Ty's secret in- insights. And uh, we'll see you next week uh, on the Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.